You're listening to the Ascension Roundtable Podcast, Episode 52, Catholics, Please Don't Ignore Single Parents. Statistically, there are over 11 million single-parent families in the USA. Single moms are the only head of household for about 23% of American children, and single dads make up another 6 to 8%. Whether it's a teenage mom who decided to not have an abortion, or a middle-aged mom who has finally left an abusive relationship, or the man whose wife has left him and the kids for someone else, the stories are unique, but the needs are real. Today we sit down with Christine Neal, single mom of six, who helps us better understand this life of single parents. She shares four don'ts when it comes to outreach to single parents, and she ends the episode by giving us practical suggestions for helping to meet the physical, emotional, and spiritual needs of single parents in our communities. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. So last week we had friend and listeners of the show, Kara and Gerard, on talking about ministering to uh, people in the military. This week, we have another friend and listener of the show, Christine, who is a single mother and is going to talk with us today about and share a little bit about her story as a single mother and some of the challenges, specific challenges that come along with that. The second half of the show, we're going to talk with her about how we can help and reach people in our parish that are single parents and how we can reach out to them and minister to them specifically. So welcome, Christine. Delighted to be here, Alan. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure to have you. So you're a single parent. You have six children. I do. And there are uh, lots of unusual stressors and anxiety that goes along with that, I'm sure. There is. And then, of course, being a single mom, it, you know, it adds to that a little bit. So um, I think when I, when I first became a single mom, I had all these thoughts and questions on my mind, like, how am I going to support us? And are people going to look down on us? Um, how are my kids going to manage, you know, without their dad around? And then, of course, also in my heart, I just had all this anxiety and, oh, gosh, feelings of being so overwhelmed and not knowing how I really was going to survive. So um, I just, you know, coming out of that after a couple of years now, I realized the Lord has really helped me so much and provided in so many ways. And a lot of that has to do with the community and friends that have supported me. So I'm really grateful for that. And how old are your children? What's, what's the, walk us through the six ages from oldest to youngest. Yeah. So I, um, when people would ask me, they'd say, you know, how many kids you have? I'd say uh, a handful plus one. And uh, so, <laughs> so right now my kids are ages eight to 20. So that means second grade to sophomore in college. So wow. runs the gamut. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. tell us what it's like. Tell us a little bit of what it's like as a, as a single parent. Like what is life like? for you from morning to, to bed? So I guess everyone's experience is different, but I'm a, a full-time working mom with six kids. So there's probably um, three areas that I, I really think about, uh, you know, what it's like for me physically, really just keeping up my energy and trying to maintain, um, you know, through a day, I really have to, to think about my priorities and, and set pretty strict boundaries for myself because Honestly, I think any any mom would tell you it can be an exhausting job. But as a single mom, it, I the words do come up kind of brutal. You know, it's it can be grueling. Um, I think emotionally, it can also be a, a time when uh, you've got a lot going on in your heart that maybe you also don't want to share with your kids necessarily. And so um, that that emotional place is. Um, 
is a challenge, you know, the walking singly, and then also the stigma that comes with being alone um, as a single mom, even in the church. You know, Catholics are no exception to to that. So um, that's another area. And then I would say even um, on a spiritual level, it can be very challenging because the Lord is there with you, but you're not always sure where he is in the process. So it's it's been uh, it's been a challenge, I would say, as a single mom. So you said you have a lot of things happen, happening internally that you don't want to necessarily share with your, your kids for obvious reasons. Can you talk about the importance of having somebody in your life that you can lean on um, for that emotional support? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I have one really close friend that's just helped me through so much. And, uh, you know, she's walked with me in her own life, too. Like, we've both had, you know, challenges at different times. So I would say that's that's been just essential for me. Um, and the other thing really is is a small group of, of friends, you know, that we've done Bible study with. And um, that's been fantastic, too, even, you know, through Ascension, the, the small group setting, um, I've learned so much about my faith from, say, the Great Adventure uh, Bible study and uh, the theology of the body because um, I learned, for instance, God's love story for us you know, in the Bible and also just through the theology of the body that God wants to marry us. So uh, through the whole thing, I would say even though my best friend has been my sort of spiritual comfort, um, God has really come you know, he's come through for me. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I guess I've learned that he is my protector, my provider, my um, my spiritual husband, really, my um, my comfort, my rock. And um, and that, you know, the presence of the Lord and his peace, I would say, honestly, that has been my my real uh, my real go to. And my, my best friend, you know, has the same relationship with him. So she wouldn't mind me. Saying that, saying that, <laughs> and you've talked uh, at least to me about having having the community and, and God working through the community and those people in your lives, working through the community, Him working through them in your life as well. For sure. So, how has your experience of a single mom changed over the the few years? How have you adjusted to it from the initial shock of what's happening and and uh, all the things that were swirling through your head to how you are today? Yeah, it was a it was a big learning curve. I'd have to say it was. It was right up there with having your first baby in terms of uh, trying to adjust to a new life. Um, it, it was like kind of, I mean, the analogy that I, I share with some people is that it was like creating a stained glass window. Um, at the time I became a single mom, I would say all of my life expectations were kind of had been smashed to bits, if you will. Like my the world I thought was I was going to live in. Um, it was not where I found myself. And uh, I would say, you know, it goes so far for me personally, not, not everyone's story, but my life was, I would say, shattered, you know, in a million pieces. It's how it felt at the time. And uh, the Lord has, you know, sort of taken each one of those pieces day by day and, and created something beautiful with it. It's, it's still a work in progress. But um, over the years, you know, it has become something that I think is, is – um, is worthy, you know, and, and seeing through God's light, like having his grace is the light that I can now see that brokenness through. Cause see, like you had a stained glass window that had no light coming like at night when you go in the church and it, it's ugly, <laughs> you know, it's not, it's nothing great to look at, but then like through the light of God's grace and, and his vision for what 
could be in the future and what and what is today his love for us um then you can see this kind of brokenness in a beautiful way so um it's still broken I, I I just I'm the first to say like this is not how God intends for people to raise children. It's you know it's not God's plan really for marriage to to have to be either you know separated, divorced, annulled, whatever it is. Um, so raising kids like this is not it's not the the way I think that God intended. But He can bring He can bring you know beauty out of the brokenness. So it's a great analogy because I know a lot of us have lives that feel broken from one thing or another. But to think of it as um, like the stained glass window of God putting the pieces back together and then shining through it, he can make beauty of the smashed glass. I love that. Um, now, so I imagine many of the emotions that are felt of single parents, um, some of the struggles are similar, but it's got to be kind of different to each, to each person's in their life. Everybody's life is a little different. So then you have friends that are single parents as well. Can you talk about some of their experiences? Yeah, you know, um, I know there are some single moms, for instance, who have chosen to raise kids on their own. You know, they make that choice. But I personally don't know any. All my friends have had to make some difficult choices, um, either to, you know, to leave because of of some, um, like, physical um, abuse or some emotional, you know, the welfare of their children. And, uh, in, like my personal life, I know multiple moms who never intended for this to happen. I don't think any of us goes out of the gate, you know, on wedding day, hoping that we're going to end up in this situation. Um, but I would say, honestly, most of the moms I know, it's it's the big three A's. I like to call them addiction uh, was involved or adultery or abuse. So, I yeah, I don't know anyone who grew up with this as a dream. But it's been really great to see that the community can do some outreach there, and that um, it's been a, it's been a blessing for me for people to come alongside of us. So that part has really really helped me. Yeah, and walking together with somebody else who is a single parent as well, knowing that some of the struggles are going through are similar. You guys can kind of lean on each other and walk together, and not just you know sometimes I guess fending is a part of it, but just really continue to build each other up and walk alongside each other in community. And there are a lot of great online communities now, you know, a lot of Facebook blogs and, and groups you can join. Um, so that that part is is great now that we have a greater community even, you know, than we have maybe in our church because sometimes in our church environment, there's, um, there's a stigma, frankly. And um, sometimes the secular world, I think, does a better job of really supporting uh, single moms. I, my personal experience is that we could probably do better you know, in, in parish life, um, probably most of my help has come from, uh, from secular sources that, you know, were available and, and then also of course the support of, of family and friends. So I'm really grateful for that. So speaking of which, I'd love to kind of transition into, um, what we can do to help people that are in this position. So, um, can you give me some things that you shouldn't do first, and then we'll talk about some ways that we can reach out and help some people and how we should minister to people that are in this situation. But what are some things that you've seen people do that they just should not do in this situation? Yeah. Well, from my perspective, you know, I think a lot of single moms, we're already judging ourselves pretty harshly. And so we really don't need anyone else to help us along in that road. Um a lot of the times, you know, single moms have already thought of anything that you can think of that would be negative. They've, they're already living that. And so I think anything we can do to support and not judge is probably um, on the right track. It doesn't have to be significant. It just has to be 
any any little thing, you know, in terms of support is is considered helpful to a single mom. I think another thing is we, I think, in the church today, it seems like even though it's thirty percent really of the population, um, we don't see a lot of of ministry. I don't see a lot of ministry. I, no, no one's ever reached out to me from my parish or you know that kind of thing to say, hey, uh, could you use something? Um, so I guess. It's kind of an uh, maybe it's hidden in a way that we we aren't as aware if we're not living it. I think the moms who are living it are you know, very highly aware and kind of help each other. I've seen that in my parish. So I would just say don't f- forget or ignore them completely. And then a second point would be uh, don't think that they're ungrateful for your help. Sometimes I think if you remember like a carnival where. Um, you're you're hitting the heads down with the hammer. You know, all the heads are <laughs> popping up and then you're hitting heads down. Um, so you're really grateful that you hit that one guy on the head, but then you've got all these other, you know, <laughs> these other heads are popping up everywhere. So I think sometimes single moms, um, at least for me, I have to really work hard at remembering to be grateful because even though I'm super grateful in my heart, I sometimes have already forgotten to say it out loud. So, um, like, please don't think that we, we aren't appreciative. Um mm. And then I think also sometimes we can get all put in one box. And the reality is there are so many different kinds of situations. There are so many different needs. And and uh, I don't say everyone is unique, but each each family does come with its own special kind of flavor. And so anything that can be done um, to really not characterize everybody in one box, I think that's helpful. So So don't think that we're all the same. And so lastly, I would just say, uh, you know, don't label because, first of all, single parents are men and women, you know, children of God. They're not, um, first of all, a label. So I think we can sometimes get a little bit um, caught up in that, that like if you're going to have a ministry, it might be good just to have it be a women's ministry instead of a single mom's ministry. Because when you're singling them out that way, it's it's not always effective. Yeah. Yeah, because you're Christine, daughter of God. Who happens to be so. a single mom. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes. So, okay, so the five don'ts for people out there are don't judge. Uh, don't ignore them or forget about them, even though they're not, they're not seen. They're busy people. So don't ignore them or forget about them. Uh, don't think that they're not ungrateful, even if they don't say something because they have a lot going on in their lives. Um, and they're not all the same. Everybody has their unique situation and struggle that they're um, living with and don't, of course, don't label them. We're all sons and daughters of God first. So don't judge, don't ignore, don't think they're ungrateful, don't think they're all the same, and don't label. You got it. All right, very good. So why don't we take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about how we can reach out to the people in our parishes and, and the things we can do to uh, minister to single parents. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And if you're looking for a way to learn more about your Catholic faith, I invite you to check out the Ascension Presents YouTube channel. You're going to find tons of free videos featuring Catholic presenters like Matt Frad, Leah Darrow, Jackie Bobby Angel, and Emily Wilson. Go to youtube.com slash Ascension Presents. That's youtube.com slash Ascension Presents. And if you like what you see, please share and subscribe. All right, and we're back. So before we move forward with the things we can do to help out people in our in our own parish and how to minister to them, I wanted to give Christine a chance to talk about something we had been discussing during the break. Um, she was just uh, kind of sharing on some of the struggles, and, and she was worried about opening up too much in the, in the podcast, and we were just talking to her about people that need to hear this, and that, and that she was saying that 
she feels like that the single parents are the new widows and orphans of the Bible, the people that are kind of left out and left behind. And, and there's a, a certain stigma and that comes along with that. And so I would just wanted her to, um, to just talk about that a little bit and just to, to share, because I'm sure there are people out there probably listening that feel the same way. Yeah, it's it's a, kind of was a surprise to me when I when I realized it. Um, but it seems to me that even though we do still have widows and orphans in our modern society, the single mom or the single dad, um, they're often not even there for their kids, even though they want to be. So you've got one one parent that's out of the picture completely. And then you've got the other parent that's trying to provide, you know, likely financially and you know, having to work or whatever it is to you know keep food on the table. And so the kids do end up having sort of what you'd call an orphan spirit. So even if you're there, maybe you're exhausted. And so you're not there for them emotionally. So even when you do show up physically, it can, you know what I mean? It's, it's a mm-hmm. challenge. And so, um, of course, there's, like I was saying, the financial aspect of it. Then there's also the emotional um, kind of feeling of being a, a widow or an orphan. Um, so there's, you know, on a, a number of levels, it's, it really, I think, does uh, merit. Uh, it's a it's a worthy cause, I think, yeah. for parishes and communities to you know come alongside these moms and yeah. dads. Well, thank you so much for for sharing that. So, so we've talked about what we shouldn't do, the five don'ts. So, what should we do? What are um, what are things that others can do in the church to minister to people's needs? Yeah, I, I've got this you know vision for the future when <laughs> when every parish in America um, would have like a point person for uh, you know for single families as sort of an advocate or a liaison that so we knew we could go to if we had uh, something that we really needed or that you know even that could reach out to us because a lot of single parent families don't feel welcome in their own church. I think that's probably a reality from for many of us. Um, there's just it's not that anyone says anything to you it's just that you're not like everybody else and so you don't really have that sense of belonging um so a point person i think would be fantastic and then supporting that point person a network of uh of people in the community that would be able to meet those needs that were discoverable and then of course beyond that just the ministry of prayer um there's their their patron saints actually of single moms and single dads, um, but but a ministry that would really help support the single parent home, um, including you know praying for the children that really are at risk. There's statistics showing you know that kids from single parent homes are more likely to do just about everything you're not supposed to do. Um, so I think knowing that there was a prayer ministry you know, at the church, specifically praying um, for single parents, that I think would be lovely as well. So you were talking about different needs that um, single parents have, and I know you have quite a list. So what we'd like to do is put these in our show notes for everybody to uh, can go and take a look at the entire list. But if you could give me like two to three, um, your top, you know, three or four needs in each category, I'm just going to walk through real quick. You've got it broken down in physical needs, emotional needs, financial needs and spiritual needs. And so if you could just give me like your top three or four and talk about the um, those physical needs first. Gosh, yeah. It, it's a question of how do you do it all without dropping the ball, you know, as a, as a mom or a dad. And anything you can do to come alongside in a physical way, whether it's uh, helping with the, the children and getting them to a sports event, whether it's um, doing yard work or, or even helping move furniture for a mom that, you know, is not strong enough to help out with that or um, 
you know, getting the kids um, some kind of like favorite snack or helping out at all with shopping or after school care. Um, there's so many things, even for me, college visits, because now I've got kids looking at college and I can't get away from work. So praise God, I've got grandpa coming from California, you know, to, to help um, send, you know, just go look at colleges. So anything, you know, that a regular parent or a normal mom or dad would need, I, I need that in spades, <laughs> you know, so. Totally. All right. So, so what about uh, emotional needs? Gosh, you know, this is where I think we could do so much to come alongside uh, a single parent and just help them bear the burden in in kind of a friendship, in kind of an, um, a way that, you know, just listening to their story and giving them some emotional accompaniment is so big. Um, there's so many ways that when you become a single parent, you kind of lose touch with maybe the friends you had before. There are people that don't invite you to those family gatherings anymore, the family gatherings probably, but like the friends, you know, they're, they're like, this is odd. What do I do now? And so they just stop inviting you places. Um, I think just words of encouragement, whether it's to the kids themselves that, you know, they're, they're doing great, whatever they're, you know, if you have the opportunity to say something positive about the kids to the parents, um, because we don't really hear that very often. Um, that we're doing a good job, that our kids are going to survive this, that they're doing well. Um, so just kind of speaking those words of encouragement. And uh, there's particular times of overwhelm, you know, like if you have to go to court or um, like for me, college planning, um, sometimes even, you know, offering, depending on how close you are to the family, but, you know, offering to give the mom a break, just like a literal, you know, caregiver break. And, and honestly, for single moms, Mother's Day is a big deal. So, you know, depending on how close you are to the family, like offering for the kids to go out and find something for mom, because it, it is a big deal for us. Like financially, I mean, uh, you may know this, but one in three single moms and their kids are below the poverty line. So um, besides the special cost of daycare, they a lot of us don't get child support. Um, so there's you worry about everything. You worry about Christmas. It's not a fun time. <laughs> Birthdays are coming. Oh, my goodness. You know what I mean? Everything that's out of the ordinary, whether it's um, like a movie or for me, you know, somebody gave us tickets to go to the movies at Christmas. That was amazing. Somebody, um, a group I work with uh, locally paid for us to go to the aquarium. Uh, oh, wow. as, and we would have never been able to afford going to the aquarium mm -hmm. together. So things like that. People have given us gift cards. I mean, people have left groceries on my on my door. Um, someone paid for my kid's tuition at one point, and literally someone bought me a car. So wow. I'm not here to complain. I'm just here to say that the financial needs are real, and if people can come alongside uh, single parents financially, that is probably your biggest worry at night, at least for a lot of us, um, even if we have good jobs. And uh, on this note, I just really want to encourage uh, folks to consider really, really going biblical here and thinking about tithing. Because as a single mom, you think you're kind of an exemption. At least for me, I felt like, oh, gosh, uh, why should I tithe? Mm -hmm. <laughs> People should be tithing to me. Like, it, you know, it's some part mm -hmm. of my heart was like, I need the money. <laughs> um, but then when I started tithing, I started seeing all the blessings that came. And God's promise is for all of us, not just for those who have intact families. So um, God has just rewarded that in so many, so many ways. I could go on forever about that. Mm. So that might be like 
even though it's a scary thing for people to consider, it, I would really encourage that. And then, gosh, there's so many spiritual needs um, as well. But I think you have to meet the emotional needs and the, the, the physical needs and the financial needs, honestly, before people are necessarily going to want to listen to you on the spiritual level. Hmm. Um, That's you know, interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if you're you're hungry, uh, it, it, you don't really <laughs> – you need to eat. Yeah. yeah. You're <laughs> you know like, I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm hungry. I want dinner. And somebody's like – well, blessed are the point. You're like, exactly. no, no, I don't, I don't need you to tell me about Jesus. I need you to yeah. be Jesus to me and be feed Jesus me. To me. <laughs> exactly. So, and and honestly, there's a lot. Um, I think people be- would benefit from small group. Um, you know, if, if there's something that the parish can bring small groups like you do at Ascension, um, because these, these single parents are in all different stages. They could be angry and resentful or jealous of other families. They could be overwhelmed or discouraged. You know, a lot of moms are looking for new love interests, uh, you know, uh, and they could come to a Bible study for that reason. I don't know. But but what they really need is is to be prayed with, I think, and to be encouraged and and just to know that someone is there to, to offer them the peace and, you know, to pray for them to feel like they belong and a sense of hope, I think, is really important. And then, of course, just casting that vision that they're not alone, like I was sharing before, that that God is really the head of their family, whether it's a single mom or a single dad, and that he's there, that he really will fill the need of whatever the needs are, because he's the only one that really knows every need. And, you know, sometimes at night, I just, I just, you know, before I go to bed, I'm like, Lord, I know I did not fill every need. There was not enough butter to <laughs> go across that whole <laughs> slice of bread. You know what I mean? Like when the blanket is not big enough to like cover your, you know, like your, your, top and your, your feet at the same right, time. Right. I'm like, Lord, you just have to fill in every need. And and also I'm, I have a big devotion to Our Lady Undoer of Knots mm-hmm. because we just have plenty of knots mm-hmm. in in a single family home. So I think there's there's a lot that can be done uh, and, and even just to help people recount the stories where God has blessed them. Every Everyone I've ever talked to that's a single parent has stories like that. So just to, you know, encourage encourage them and, and know that they're loved. Mm. Wow. Such good stuff. Uh, like I said, we're going to put uh, all of these uh, things you can do and ways you can help ministry needs, if you will, um, and how to minister to them, to single parents, physical needs, emotional needs, financial needs, and spiritual needs. We'll put them all on the show notes. Um, so you can take a look at that. She's got some great advice for everyone out there. So thank you so much for Joining us today. It is my pleasure, Alan. Thanks so much for having me. No, it's it's ours for real. I'm sure there are people out there today that are going, man, I I hear what you're saying. That are me me a lot of me twos out there, I think, today. So um so thank you so much for coming on coming on today. Uh if you want to write in or drop us an audio snippet of you asking us a question or send us a question via email, you can do so at Ascension Roundtable at AscensionPress.com. Uh, I believe this is probably going to drop around the beginning of Lent. So this sh- should drop on Ash Wednesday. So if it does, or if Ash Wednesday was yesterday, uh, maybe take this opportunity to look at how you could give some alms this Lent to some single parents in your parish. Maybe look around and see out there where the need is, and maybe you have an extra car and you want to give that car away. And uh, there's a single mom who wants it. So just want to challenge or invite – I don't want to challenge. I want to invite everyone to take an opportunity this Lent – to give something to the single parents in their parish. All right. 
we'll see you guys next time. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing good work. We love you guys, and uh, we'll see you soon. Peace. Peace.